The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Two weeks left in baseball, folks. Two weeks left. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Another fun NFL Sunday in the books. Before we get started with today's version of Quick Hits, a couple things to talk about for you. If you listen to the Two Point Conversion DFS podcast and you still had trouble making lineups, go check out the QuantEdge.com. It's a great new site. They just added MMA to it. They have NFL, I told you before. They're going to add many, many more sports. But what they have for the NFL is they have a great lineup optimizer. They have an injury tool, a wide receiver cornerback tool, and so much more. They have gambling. They have DFS. They have it all for you in one lucky spot. All the tools you need to build winning lineups. So go to thequantage.com and use promo code BENCHED when you check out B-E-N-C-H-E-D for $10 off your first month at thequantage.com. So go check them out at thequantage.com, promo code BENCHED, B-E-N-C-H-E-D, for $10 off your first month. The other one is Draft. Draft Draft.com. I know I've been talking about them for over a year now, but they've been a great, great sponsor of the show. And it's all because every time you guys go deposit, you use promo code SDSports at checkout, and you get an entry into a free $3 tournament. So go check them out. Draft.com. Draft in your app store. Promo code SDSports at checkout for a free $3 entry into any tournament of your choice for baseball, golf, uh, they'll have hockey, basketball, football, whatever you prefer. Free $3 entry when you use promo code SD Sports. Now that that is in the books, let's talk about today's 12-game slate. The totals on tonight's slate. You got Royals at Pirates, total of 8. Mets, Phillies, 7.5. Blue Jays, Orioles waiting on that one. Twins, Tigers waiting on that one. We're going to need a lot of uh, random pitchers here and there the rest of the year. Nationals, Marlins, 8.5. Cardinals, Braves, 8.5. Reds, Brewers, 9. Rays, Rangers waiting on that one. Mariners, Astros, 8.5. Cubs, D-backs, 7.5. Rockies, Dodgers, 7.5. Giants, Padres, 7.5. So a lot of low totals. Uh, the, the ones we're missing might have a couple high ones in there in that Baltimore game and the Texas game. But uh, low, overall, a lot of low totals uh, on this slate. And uh, it'll be an interesting one to break down. So we have some pitching options, not the most comfortable options, but definitely some pitching options. So let's get into it. You have three guys over 10K. You got Pat Corbin at 11-9 at home against the Cubs. Mike fulton 10-8 at home against the Cardinals, and Zach Wheeler, 10-5 at the Philadelphia Phillies. 
There's two guys we're looking at here. One is Mike Fultonevich at 10-8 at home against the St. Louis Cardinals. Fulte has faced the Cardinals once this year, five shutout innings, nine strikeouts, for an average of 30.9 DraftKings points per start. At uh, home this year, a 2.79 ERA average and 21.3 DraftKings points per start. coming off a 30, almost 35-point performance at the San Francisco Giants. But prior to that, six, or, uh, six innings or more, one or less in two of his three starts. Basically 20 or more DraftKings points in six of his or seven of his last eight starts. He's been very, very consistent. So a good look there with Fulte facing a St. Louis team that strikes out over 22% of the time versus right-handed pitcher. Uh, they have a decent lineup from time to time, but still not bad. Uh, lefties hit 301, righties 276 off Fulton Evage. And the Cardinals a 314 Woba, 158 ISO average at best. So uh, interesting spot there for Fulte. I think he'll go super low owned if you're paying up top. The other option you have here, though, is Zach Wheeler at 10-5 at the Philadelphia Phillies. Wheeler has been outstanding this year. He's faced the Phillies once. Uh, averaged, he got 14.5 points per, per uh, that start against the Phillies. Not great, but the, the Wheeler of late's been the one we're looking at. 33.6 against the Fish. 28-8 at the Dodgers. 29-4 at the Giants. 21-8 against Washington. 30.2 against the Giants. 14-5 at Baltimore. 28-8 against the Fish. 35-4 against Atlanta. 27-9 at Pittsburgh. 18.8. He has 15 or more points in 10 straight starts. 20 or more points in... 8 of 10, 19 or more in 9 of 10. He has been outstanding. Facing a Philadelphia Phillies team, which strikes on almost 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Wheeler's doing it all. The most impressive thing he's doing, he's got the high strikeout rate, a great ground ball rate. His hard contact rate's only 25.5%, which is really, really, really good. Philadelphia Phillies have a 3.88 team total. Lefty's 314, righty's only 264 off Wheeler. So I love Wheeler tonight. When it comes up top, I got Wheeler 1, Fultonevich 2, I'm kind of worried uh, Wheeler's going to be the chalk, so I have to keep an eye on that. But uh, he's in a great spot, and as tough as, as it is to find pitching these days, you might just have to bite the bullet on that one. Joe Musgrove's in a good spot against Kansas City, but I'll be uh, going somewhere else tonight. But I get the Musgrove I love if you want. But I'll be looking at guys like Brad Keller at 8100 bucks at the Pittsburgh Pirates opposite Joe Musgrove. Keller had a really, really bad start to the season, but overall a 3.04 ERA. His last few starts, 26.2 against the White Sox. 16.6 at Cleveland, 22.4 against Balti, 13-1 against Cleveland, 19-1 at Chicago, 22.2 Toronto. Another great start against the White Sox. But overall, really, really good stuff of late. He's kind of developing into a younger arm that they've looked for on this team. Facing a Pirates team that only strikes out 20% of the time, it's not ideal because he has a 17% strikeout rate of his own. But he does have a ground ball rate of almost 55%. So he's keeping the ball in the park. He's 8100 bucks, which we like a lot. The Pirates were still waiting on that team total, I believe. No, no, we got it. We got it. They have a 4.6 total. Third highest on the slate. That one surprises me a bit. Lefty's 344. Righty's 288. They have a 312 Woba and a 151 ISO, which is average at best. Pretty much below average when it comes to Wobos and ISOs. So Brad Keller at 8100 bucks. I think will go way overlooked tonight and as a value at the pitching position. Jake Arietta, a guy that I can't stand many, many times, but this is where we are in the season where you're, you're starting to look at guys in nice matchups. He's 7800 bucks against a New York Mets team that's very, very hit and miss. He's faced the Mets twice this year, only giving up one earned run in 13 and a third inning, striking out 11, averaging over 21 DraftKings points per appearance against the New York Mets. Coming off a 16-pointer and almost a 29-pointer in his last two starts against Washington and at Miami. So a couple of nice starts there. 
Then he had those hiccups. He has a lot of pitch to contact in him. But when he pitches well, he's got that big-time 20-plus point upside. Facing a Mets team that strikes out 21.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Again, Arietta only had 19% uh, strikeout rate, only a 7.6% swinging strike rate. Not great. But what he does do well is almost 53% ground ball rate, so the ball stays in the yard, and a 27% hard contact rate. Those are things you can definitely build around, and at 7800 bucks does have some tremendous, tremendous upside in that matchup. Uh, you have a Mets team with a team total of 3.62, fourth lowest on the slate. Lefties 347, and the Mets have some of those for sure, with Jay Bruce back and, and uh, you know, Nimmo and uh, Conforto and McNeil, a bunch of guys that are starting to swing it well. So not the best lineup in the world, but lefties 347, righties 304, 314 Woba, 168 ISO. So Arietta at 78, very much in play on tonight's slate. Last one we'll talk about is Framber Valdez, $7,000 at home against the Seattle Mariners. Framber's been putting together quite the little run we've had here. He's faced Seattle once, four to third, two hits, nowhere in four Ks for 18.2. His last few starts, his last start was his worst start at Detroit. But prior to that, five and a third, one earned, five five innings, one earned, five innings, one earned. That was Minnesota, Angels at Angels. 19.2, 12.3, 16.3. Then he had his Seattle start. So before the last hiccup, it was 16 or more in three or four and a a floor of 12. $7,000, you'll take that floor of 12 with the upside of 20 any day of the week. Seattle team strikes out 20% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Uh, Framber's been really, really good. A ground ball rate of almost 70%, a hard contact rate of only 17%. A lot to like there with Framber Valdez. A Seattle team total of 3.75. Lefties 300. Righties only 293 against Framber so far this year. And you got a Mariners team with a not great 307 Woba and a bad 135 ISO versus left-handed pitchings. So Framber Valdez at $7,000 is a guy I will definitely be building lineups around tonight. I think he's a great, great value arm on this slate. So the way I rank it out, I got Framber 1, Arietta 2, Brad Keller 3 in this mid-tier range. Now we drop below 7K where we have a handful of options that if this was a big bat slate and maybe it turns into one, you can you know, take some gambles. You got Andrew Suarez, $6,400 at the San Diego Padres. Suarez has been much better at home this season with a 3-1-80 RA compared to 5-7-3 on the road. So take that with the grain of salt as he's going into San Diego against a Padres team we know is not a like you know world beater. He's faced the Padres twice this year, going up three earned in 12 and two-thirds, striking out nine, averaging 16.1 per start against the Padres. Uh, his last two starts, not great, but then 28 and 26.2 against the Mets and the Rangers. But his road starts have been bad. He did have a good start against the Dodgers on the 14th of August at, for 18.5 points. But overall, his road starts really are ugly. So take that with a grain of salt. Again, it is a Padres team we know we can pick on early and often. They have a team total of 3.85. Lefties 252. Righties 369. 302 Woba 164 ISO for the Padres. Next up on this list, this one hurts to say, but this is where we are in the baseball season. Brian Mitchell of San Diego Padres at 5900 bucks at least deserves our attention. Uh, he's one appearance versus the Giants this year. Not good. He's been much better on the road than at home. A lot of small samples because a lot came out of the bullpen or long relief rolls. But his last two starts at Seattle and at Arizona. Six innings, one earned, two Ks. Five innings, one earned, two Ks. Not a big strikeout guy. Not big at all. Uh, but 11.9 and 14.3 his last two. He hasn't had more than two strikeouts in five, six, seven, eight. In his last eight starts, he hasn't had more than uh, two strikeouts. In nine of his last ten, he has two or less. Not a big strikeout guy. And outside of those two starts I mentioned, he's been very, very bad. 
is a Giants team that if you want to pick on them, you can. I just wanted to bring it up as a an option because they have a 295 Woba and a 135 ISO. Ryan Mitchell could be that get right guy or not, but you got to think about it. you got Suarez, you got Mitchell, and you got a total of seven and a half between the Padres and the Giants, two very, very lackluster teams. A Giants team that strikes out over 24% of the time versus right handed pitching, but again, Mitchell, 9.7% K rate, 14% walk, walk rate, does have a 47% ground ball rate. It, it's, it's a dicey spot. I really wouldn't go to Mitchell unless you want to be super weird and you got like 20 plus lineups, but I wanted to bring him up as an interesting option. Anthony DeSclafani, $5,800 at the Milwaukee Brewers. This one has a big-time upside with a hashtag scary aspect to it. Um, he's been uh, better on the road, a 4-4 ERA compared to 5 at home. First Milwaukee this year, giving up 8 earned in 13 innings, but he strikes out 12, still averaging 16.4 per appearance against Milwaukee. I would love 16.4 at $5,800. His last three starts, not good. Dodgers, Padres, Cardinals, 5-7, 2-2, 7-5. Prior to that, though, 18.2 against Milwaukee, 10.1, 21.1, 36, 17.6, 13.6, 11. All scores you could settle with at 5,800 bucks. You prefer to go the 13.6 and above, but you could handle all those. His last, again, last three starts, not ideal, but we saw a lot of good things out of Di Scalfani of late. And it's a Milwaukee team that strikes out over almost 25% of the time. First right-handed pitchers. He gives up a lot of hard contact. That's his bugaboo. Ground ball rate over 41% is great. Strikeout rate in the 20s, outstanding. Um, it is a Milwaukee team with the highest total on the slate right now at five. Uh, lefties 366, righties 276. We know the Brew Crew have a lot of lefties you can target in those lineups. So keep, take it with a grain of salt. Di Sclafani, I think, is a really interesting GPP punt because tremendous upside. And even when he gives up some runs, he's got that ability to strike guys out, which the Brew Crew will do to get you those those DraftKings points we're targeting. So he's, he's got an interesting matchup here at 1500 bucks. It's one of those you can see him get knocked out in the second for like three points. Or I wouldn't be shocked if he goes seven, gives up four, strikes out eight, and he has you like 16 to 20 points by the end of the night. It's just one of those. Dee Sclafani's a very tilting guy, but he probably has the biggest upside out of the guys down below that we're targeting tonight. That's why I want to mention him. In the GPP play, he's a very, very interesting play tonight. And the last guy I'll mention down here is Ryan Baruki of the Toronto Blue Jays, 5700 bucks, going up against the Baltimore Orioles. The lefties coming into town. He's been a very, very interesting pitcher for us, a, a punt option we've liked quite a bit. His one start against Baltimore, not good. Four and two-thirds, five earned, two Ks, minus .9. But he's coming off a 17-3 at Boston, 15-9 against Tampa Bay. Then the bad start against Baltimore is in there. But 19-5 against Philly, minus 14-1 against the, the Yanks. It's uh, ugly for a few starts, and then again, 23-6, 15-3-14. It's what you expect from the punts. Tremendous upside with a lot of danger behind it. And it's a uh, a Baltimore team we know we can target. We've targeted them many times. Strike out over 22% of the time versus lefties. Um, they're going to have a little bit of thump out there. No questioning that one. Waiting on their team total, but lefties 317, righties 351. The really interesting thing about the Baltimore Orioles, 288 Woba and a 136 ISO. Versus left-handed pitching, that is not good. Not good at all. Like, dreadfully bad, bad, bad. So, Baruki becomes a very interesting play tonight in that price point. Uh, down below, I got uh, Baruki 1, DiScofani 2, Suarez 3, Mitchell 4. So, you're going to want to gamble down below if you're going there. But recapping your pitching overall, Zach Wheeler 1, Fulty 2 in the 10K and above. In the 7 to 9K range, I got Framber Valdez 1, Arietta 2, Brad Keller 3. That's what I'm telling you. Like 
the cheaper guys I'm willing to roll the dice with more and get some bats tonight. It's just the way the slate's breaking down. And then down below, Baruki 1, Desclafani 2, Suarez 3, Mitchell 4. Let's get to the bats on this 12-game slate, and there should be plenty to choose from tonight. Uh, at the catcher's position, you got the likes of maybe Yasmani Grandal at 41 versus John Gray. If you want to get a little weird right out the gate, you can look at something like that. Otherwise, you slide down to the mid-threes, and you go to the switch hit in Francisco Mejia with the walk-off granny yesterday at 37. Probably not paying that much. I'd look at a Francisco Cervelli at that price point at 37 versus Brad Keller. Um, and Evan Gaddis versus uh, Wade LeBlanc at 36 is outstanding. Gaddis has been a little cold and quiet of late, but we know that he has a ton of power versus left-handed pitching. Currently, the Astros have the second-highest team total at 4.8. Lefty's 316, righty's 336 off Wade LeBlanc. So a guy like Evan Gaddis could be in a really, really good spot there against LeBlanc at $3,600. Sliding on down even farther, though, you got the likes of uh, maybe on Aramis Garcia if he gets to start for the Giants at 3,500 versus Mitchell. It's in San Diego, so not ideal, but uh, could be an option for you there. Farther down we go, okay, Williams Ostadio, my boy, third base catcher eligible, 3,200 versus Ryan Zimmerman. That's definitely in play as a cheaper option for you tonight. Um, Matt Weeters at 3,100 versus Tre- uh, Trevor Richards is in play. Also as a pump play, I go to Ostadio first. But Martin Maldonado likely getting the start for the Astros at 3K against LeBlanc. That's definitely a lower price target of mine. I look at at 3K. And then other than that, I'm going to check your lineups. You know, Caleb Joseph might be ca- uh, catching. Uh, Gallagher of Kansas City might be catching. Those guys are 28 and 27, respectively. I go to Joseph against the lefty Baruki at 27. Um, and then James McCann of Detroit against the lefty Moya of Minnesota at 2,700. So there's three punts you could make there with McCann, Joseph, and Gallagher, I go McCann, Joseph, and Gallagher in that order uh, as your punts at catcher. And then maybe something else even cheaper pops up later when lineups come out. First base, Goldie at 5K is always intriguing. But you got guys like Matty Carpenter versus Fulty at 48 and a GPP. I love me some Tyler White in the middle of that uh, Houston order at 47 versus Wade LeBlanc. Definite upside in that matchup. But sliding on down, you got guys like G-Man Choi against the righty Samson in Texas where the ball is going to fly uh, lefty's 387, righty's 626, and a super small sample versus Adrian Sampson. But uh, G-Man Choi at 4,600, definitely a GPP play tonight. If you don't believe in Disclafani, Eric Thames at 46 could be a play for you. No question about that. But guys like Justin Smoke against Andrew Kashner at 4,500. You got a Toronto Blue Jays team. Lefty's 375, righty's 371 off the trash man, Andrew Kashner. So Justin Smoke at 45 becomes a play as well tonight. Going on down farther, Kendrick Morales at 42 and Rowdy Telez at 4200 bucks for the Toronto Blue Jays. Telez uh, averaging 7.2 on the season in a small sample. He came out guns blazing, but a little bit quiet of late, but he went to Boston and New York, so some good pitching there. Uh, started out the year on fire in Cleveland. So Telez at 42 was super overlooked. Could be an option for you if he's got a good spot in that Toronto lineup. Farther down at the position, guys like Josh Bell at 4,100. Lefties can't hit Keller quite well, so Bell's in play for you. Jay Bruce versus Arietta. If you aren't using Arietta, I think Bruce is a really good play at 4,100 in that matchup. Yuli Gurriel at 4K versus LeBlanc is in play as a little bit of a discount at the position. No doubt about that. Um, farther down you go, like a Trey Mancini's 3,800 bucks versus Ryan Baruki's. Mancini first base outfit eligible. Again, lefties 317, righties 351. I think Mancini is a great play tonight. If you're not using Ryan Baruki, and, and don't plan on Baruki throwing like seven shutout, probably gonna give up a few runs. It's gotta get those strikeouts versus Baltimore 
to make things work. So Mancini at 38 could definitely visit Ding Dong City tonight as a good play at first base or outfield at that price point. Other than that, uh, check your lineup to see what more value pops up at the first base position. Second base, Javi Baez or Corbin's very intriguing at 5K. I respect the hell out of Corbin. He has been very, very good this year. And um, the Cubs team, they have the third lowest total right now, about 3.5. Lefty's 310, righty's 284. He's got reverse splits going on. If you want to go GPP with a guy like Javi Baez, you can at 5K. But I'm probably going to just let that one kind of play itself out, that matchup there. But you got guys like Alberto Mondesi keeps hitting the ball like crazy. He's 4800 bucks. You got Travis Shaw at 47 versus Steve Scafani. Those are two really, really nice plays there. If you're stacking up Houston, Jose Altuve is 4600 versus Wade LeBlanc. Altuve averaged 10.3 in his last 10. 8, 27, 6, 17, 3, 17. So a lot of good consistency there from Altuve. Sliding on down, though, Whit Merrifield at 45, second base outfield. That Mondesi Merrifield, I seem to make lineups with them almost every day right now. And they're in an interesting spot versus Musgrove. It's not as as nice a spot as it's been of late, but still pretty good when you really want to break it down. Um, Kansas City, second lowest team total, though, at 3.4 versus Musgrove. Lefties, 308, righties, 291. So maybe it's a day to leave the the, uh, Royals cash machine alone. Farther down you look, though, like a Joey Wendell versus Sampson in Texas at 42 is very, very nice. Tampa Bay, in that environment, should be a very nice matchup tonight. So keep an eye on the Rays. In that matchup versus Adrian Sampson and then the Texas bullpen. Jeff McNeil, 42 versus Arietta. If you need to go there, you can. Ruggie Odor against Tyler Glass now. I really like what Glass now has been doing. Uh, lefty's 294, righty's 344. Some reverse splits versus Glass now right now. But uh, in that environment, Odor is definitely GPP relevant at 41. Lurie Gurriel Jr., 4100 versus Kashner. He's averaging 7.3 his last 10. 5 0 19 his last three. Uh, before he got hurt, he was just crushing everything. So it would be nice to get that going yet again. Farther down, we look. If Nico Goodrum's in the lineup at 4K, he becomes interesting um, for the Detroit Tigers. Then here for Solarte at 38. It's been really, really quiet since his return, so be careful there. Uh, Joe Panic at $3,600 is a bit of a discount versus Mitchell because Mitchell, as we've mentioned a few times, not very good. Uh, lefty's 395, righty's 416. Panic hasn't been great either by any means, but value-wise at 3600 could be good for you, especially if he's hitting towards the top of that order. Uh, Colton Wong in a GPP versus Fulty at 34 is another guy you could look at. Uh, there, there will be others, like you'll have um, Logan Forsythe is down to $2,700. If you want to absolutely punt the second base position, is another guy you can definitely take a peek at at second base. Going over to the third base position, Alex Bregman's been hitting everybody. He's 5,500 versus LeBlanc. I absolutely love Bregman. One of my favorite plays on the slate. 5,500 bucks versus LeBlanc. Very, very much in play for you today. You got Carpenter versus Fulte. Eugenio Suarez versus Wade Miley at 47. It's very, very intriguing as well. The Reds have a total of around four. And Miley's got some reverse splits, though. Lefties 381, righties 281. Uh, we do know how Suarez loves his lefties, though, so keep an eye on that at that price point. Uh, farther on you go again, Travis Shaw against Dee Sclafani is very, very interesting. Rendon versus Trevor Richards as well at 4,600. Richards has some reverse splits too. Nats have a 4-5-5 team total. Lefties 319. Righties 372. A lot of power to the righties from Trevor Richards. So an Anthony Rendon at 46, interesting as well. Mentioned Travis Shaw for Milwaukee. You also have Mike Moustakis at 45. Those two guys at second and third base could be a really nice one-two punch if you believe Dee Sclafani fails today. Those two with Yellick is a stack I've had as well of late. That's been very, very nice. 
going on farther down to the third base position, like uh, Letimus Diaz for Toronto, third base shortstop at 43 versus Kastner is a very much GPP play with some upside. Um, Heimer Condelario switch hitting versus Moya at 42 from the top of that order. I do like that a little bit there. Uh, he's hit at 11, averaging 11.1 his last 10, 13, 2, 21 uh, in his last three. Very, very consistently putting up numbers there at 4,200 bucks. Leading off for Detroit, switch hitting versus Moya today. I do like Condelario at 42 if you need to save some cash at the position. Farther down we go, though, you got the likes of, uh, you know, maybe a Todd Frazier versus Arietta at 41 if you're stacking the Mets. But remember, lefties preferably, not righties. Like a Brian Anderson versus Fetty at 3,800 for Miami's in play. Uh, not ideal, but it's there. Tim Beckham of Baltimore, third base shortstop at 37 versus Ryan Baruki in a GPP. Uh, Colin Moran at 36 against Keller in a GPP. Those are a couple plays you could definitely look at at the position. And Hunter Dozier of the Kansas City Royals, first base, third base. He's 3,300 versus Keller or versus Musgrove. And he's quieted down after a nice little couple weeks run there, but he is in play for you as well. Shortstop. You got Bregman again at 55. Absolutely love him. You got Trevor Story at 5,300 versus Hung Jin Ryu. Uh, it's in L.A., not in uh, Colorado. Otherwise, that would be an obvious automatic play. But still, at this price point, where are the Rockies? Rockies have the lowest total versus Ryu, which is really interesting. He's got reverse splits going right now. Lefty's 326. Righty's 274. But Story at 53 is very Just the way Baez is interesting at 5K. Story's interesting at 53. I'd make the jump to Bregman, but that's just me. Jose Peraza, if you're stacking Cincinnati, he's 5000 He's a part of stacks only. He's, he's a tough one-off at that price point. Especially when you got Bregman at 55 and Alberto Mondesi at 48. Those are two guys that would probably go ahead of him. Or Trey Turner at 48 trying to get on base, steal some bags with those reverse splits versus Trevor Richards. Trey could be in for a nice night tonight. Farther down you look, uh, Mitchell Aledemus Diaz already at 4300 You got Gene Segura against Valdez at 42 is a, a discount for uh, one of the hottest hitters in the last month, month and a half of baseball. Um, JT Riddle at 4K versus Fetty is very interesting. Lawrence Curiel at 41. But uh, Carlos Correa has been just ice cold of late. He did get 10 points yesterday. Still averaging 4.8 in his last 10. His last 2, 10, and 8. Maybe he's waking up. He's 4,100 versus LeBlanc. Super cheap for a good, but he's just not producing consistently. That's the problem. Sliding on down, Tim Beckham again at 3,700 is a play you can look at. Marwin Gonzalez switch hitting at 36. Outfield shortstop versus LeBlanc. He's been hitting in the middle of the order a lot at this mid-three price points. I've been using a lot of Marvin Gonzalez lately. Big fan of that price point at 3,600. Uh, Jorge Polanco hitting in the middle of the Twins order versus Zimmerman at 36. Another guy you can definitely take a look at tonight. Lefty's 344. Righty's 324 off of Jordan Zimmerman. So Jorge Polanco at 36. Very much in play for you tonight. Other than that, you'll get your shortstop punts between Detroit and some other guys like Rodriguez and all those good guys, Rondon, all the guys that uh, Detroit and those other teams, those lower-level teams are putting out there, which we'll talk about in the Slack chat. So come join us there, and we'll break it all down for you. At the outfield, Christian Yelich at 59 is your top price guy, and he has an outstanding play. First, East Clefani tonight. Uh, Yasuo Puig's on fire, so be interested in that one. Juan Soto at 52 versus Richards, very, very much in play for you tonight. Uh, the Grandy Man versus East Clefani. Kiermaier, if you're stacking Tampa Bay, I don't mind him at 51. I'd probably go Malik Smith at 49, but both are very good options tonight. One I do like in that matchup is Tommy Pham at $5,000. He's averaging 10.7 in his last 10. In that Texas uh, heat, could be a good one there for Tommy Pham. 
you're fading uh, Arietta Nemo's 5K and in play for you. Joey Gallo in that matchup at 49 against Glass now. Very, very intriguing. Mentioned Malik Smith at 49 as well. As you drop into the 4Ks, you got the likes of Starling Marte at 47. Could be a very interesting play there versus Brad Keller. No more Mazzara in that Texas-Tampa matchup at 46. Um, Mitch Hanniger is 4,600 versus Valdez. If we think Valdez has another hiccup, Hanniger is very, very live in that matchup. In that same matchup versus LeBlanc, though, George Springer's 4,600 bucks, averaging 9.5 in his last 10, 14, 18 in his last two. I think Springer at 46 is an outstanding play against Wade LeBlanc. You got Teoscar Hernandez versus Kashner is always worth a look. Um, Shebler against Miley. We mentioned Miley's got the reverse splits. Lefties are actually hitting them better than righties. And Shebler's got some reverse splits, throwing some serious power versus lefties. So if you want to be really contrarian in a GPP, Shebler at 46 is very interesting. Whit Merrifield at 45, talked about him already. He is very much in play tonight. Slide on like a Nick Castellanos at 43 versus Moya is outstanding. Um, I know it's a small sample. We're waiting on, on stuff with Moya, but uh, you could definitely pick on him from the right side of the plate. So Castellanos at 4,300 bucks, definitely in play for you tonight. Going down farther, uh, Cedric Mullins is leading off for Baltimore at 4,200 bucks versus Baruki. I think that's got some life to it. He's averaging seven in his last 10, 23, five, and 12 in his last three. Uh, leading off against Baruki can be very, very nice there for Cedric Mullins at $4,200. Uh, Will Myers at 42 is interesting versus Suarez. Not running the play, but interesting. Going down farther, you know, Marcelo Zuna in a GPP at 41 versus Fulte. I could see the GPP appeal there. Eddie Rosario versus Zimmerman at 4100 bucks. He's quieted down so much, but a good play there versus Zim. Again, Jay Bruce versus Arietta. If you're fading Arietta at 4100, uh, I'm going to miss some guys. So that's why I come in the Slack chat and come join us. There's so many here. When lineups come out, we talk about so so much more. Like Billy McKinney, if he's leading off for Toronto and you're stacking Toronto at 3900 versus Kashner, he's worth a, a play there. Um, going down even farther, I love Trey Mancini at 3800 bucks. I think that price is too cheap. Um, Dylan Herrera of Cincinnati, second base outfield eligible at 38 versus Miley could be interesting as a cheaper option. Not running to play it, but interesting. Max Kepler at 37. It's like Mancini, Kepler. Those are some good power upside GPP options at 38 and 37, respectively, that you can go to target. Marvin Gonzalez at 36. Talked about how much I like that price point already. Our boy Jake Cave at 3600 bucks against Zimmerman is really, really solid. Put up a goose egg yesterday, 0-5-7 over the weekend. But then prior to that, you know, 19-7-17. The boy's hitting and hitting well in the middle of that Twins order. So 3600 for Zimmerman, very much in play tonight. Very, very much. Going down to the mid-threes and below now. Um, it's kind of a pick-your-poison type stuff. Austin Dean versus Fetty at 3500 bucks could be nice. He's quieted down since his hot start. He crushed it in the minors. So keep an eye on him as, a, as an uber, uber punt at that position if you need it. Uh, Manny Margot's 34 versus Suarez. But, man, has he had not had a good run. Ortega, Miami leading off at 34 versus Fetty could be very, very nice. Uh, Nick Williams versus Wheeler, GPP only. But another really good play has been hitting in the middle of the Twins order quite a bit. He's $3,300, and it is his birthday. Robbie Grossman, $3,300 versus the Detroit Tigers and Jordan Zimmerman. So keep an eye on Grossman at $3,300 as an option for you. And Jose Perella at $3,200 versus Soros could come into play. Um, I didn't see the one I was looking at. Let me see if I can find him real quick. He's been crushing baseballs right now. He's got an interesting matchup tonight. Let me see if I can find him. Where did his price go? He's usually sitting in this mid-three range. He, maybe he got a, a bump. Must have got a price bump. 
Uh, let's just type in his name. It'll go a lot easier that way. Alex Gordon is up to 3900 bucks, but he's hitting in the middle of that Kansas City or, or order, averaging 10 in his last 10 games. So uh, I'm not saying he's a must-play by any means, but price point-wise, uh, I mentioned in the Slack chat, this time of year, I'm looking at a great ma- hitting matchups for his bad pitchers and looking for guys, for the most part, like the one through five spots in the order more so than normal. You're already looking at that quite a bit to begin with, but it's even more important this time of year with all these random things going on with guys getting benched and extended rosters and all kinds of stuff like that, so check it all out. That wraps up the bats. Let's recap the pitching real quick. You got up top, Wheeler 1, Fulty 2. In the middle, Valdez, Arrieta, Keller. Down below, Baruki, DiScafani, Mitchell, and Suarez. A little weather for you guys. Mets, Philly, starts out a little wet, gets wetter as the night goes on. Same with Kansas City and Pittsburgh, so keep an eye on those two. Same with Toronto and Baltimore. Wind's blowing out the left in that matchup, but a lot of rain on those three games in Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore, so keep an eye on all of that. When you're talking stacking, the Rays against Samson and company are very nice. I do like the O's a bit versus Baruki. I like Baruki to put up the numbers, though, as well, so kind of a pick your poison. But the Twins versus Zimmerman, very, very nice. like that matchup a lot. Uh, Toronto versus Kashner, very, very much in play for you there. Sliding on down some more, though, like a... The Astros versus LeBlanc, very, very enticing. Um, there's a ton of options. You know, Nationals versus Richards. If you don't think Keller and DiScafani are going to pitch well, you got the Brewers and the Pirates. Um, lots and lots and lots of ways to dissect this slate. Uh, heck, the Giants and Padres can be sneaky in their matchup with a total of 7.5. But I like the Rays a lot. The Orioles have my attention. Love the Twins in their matchup versus Zimmerman. I think that's one you can definitely exploit, even though they've been super inconsistent at times. And obviously the Astros... Very, very live for you in this one. Let's get your BVP and send you on your merry way. Trey Mancini, two for three with a homer off of Ryan Baruki in a small sample. Uh, Cesar Hernandez, seven for, uh, 11 versus Wheeler. Todd Frazier, six for 20 with a double and two homers off Jake Arrieta. Uh, Heimer Condelario, three for five with a double in his matchup. Logan Forsythe, six for 15, two doubles off Jordan Zimmerman. Robbie Grossman, three for seven with a double and a homer. Lots of value with the Twins. Rio Muto, 7 for 21 with a double, two doubles, two triples off of Strasburg. But it's Fetty tonight, so that needs to get changed. Um, Matt Carpenter and Ozuna both have homers off of Fulte. Aguilar, Yellick, Granderson have all taken Discofani deep. Uh, Joey Votto's taken away Miley deep. These aren't big samples, though. Evan Gattis, 6 for 13, 2 doubles and 3 home runs off Wade LeBlanc. Told you he likes that matchup. Surprising one is Josh Reddick, 6 for 12, 2 doubles and a homer. Lefty, lefty there. Uh, Jake Marisnik, always a cheap option against lefty, 3 for 6 with a homer. Marvin Gonzalez, 2 for 5 with 2 homers. I like Gonzalez already. Sliding on down farther for you, you got like Chris Bryant, 4 for 9 with a double. But Hap, Baez, and Rizzo have all taken Pat Corbin deep. Uh, Max Muncy, two for four, the double and a homer off John Gray. Machado, Puig, Tolls, and P- Jock Peterson have all taken Gray deep. Uh, Nolan Arenado, 10 for 16, three doubles and three homers off Ryu. That's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Blackman, seven for 21, two doubles and a homer. Trevor Story's taken him deep. So has Cargo. But those Blackman numbers, 10 for 16, three doubles and three homers. My Atlanta. Hunter Renfro's taken Andrew Suarez deep. And that'll do it for your BVP. And that'll do it for Quick Hits, your Monday edition. Again, hope everybody enjoyed the weekend of football action. Crazy, crazy stuff. Golf is back this week with the Tour Championship. We'll be recording the Always Pressing Podcast tonight. 
recorded a bench with Bubba, episode 121, last night with Ryan Bloomfield, talking to a couple hitters in fantasy baseball, but more importantly, we started talking about the two early mock drafts that Justin Mason's running and kind of what we're seeing so far. It was crazy, crazy stuff. It was a lot of fun, and it was funny because even off the air, we started talking about things, and then it almost happened that way later in the evening. So lots of fun with the two early mocks. Follow my timeline. I've been updating my picks there, and Smod has got some amazing uh, docs you guys can look at to keep track of what, what's going on everywhere. Really cool to see where uh, the quote-unquote experts are having guys go right now. So go check that out, Bench with Bubba, episode 121. Uh, go check out the quantedge.com promo code benched at checkout to get $10 off your first month. And then uh, draft.com promo code SD sports for a free $3 entry into a tournament of your choice. With that being said, though, join us in the Slack chat with any questions. It was a really active weekend, really, really good stuff there. We're in and out to help at all times. But good luck on tonight's 12-game slate. This was MLB DFS Quickest, your Monday, September 17th edition.